Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur! Welcome to my new podcast. I can't wait to be here with you every week and I can't wait to bring all my guests that uh, I already invited from all around the world and from various industries. There will be people coming from uh, US, from Australia, from Europe, from different countries and uh, share different experience um, with you in their business and their life. And I would like us to learn from from the stories of people, from business stories or life stories. And I think it's very important because I have a lot of things to say as well from my life because um, I traveled the world and uh, I had a few businesses all around the world and uh, I realized that my biggest mistake was uh, that I had to always travel to my business and I had to stay in the country where I was and I couldn't leave because I tried once when I opened my second business in um, Thailand and uh, I left my staff there for month and half because I was really I couldn't wait to go home and I was going home I was I was staying in Slovakia with my uh, family and uh, when I came back I realized and and I got messages from my from my neighbors from the shop owners and they they said basically my shop was closed uh, most of the time uh, it was never open on the time. It was never open in the evening. And I know my my shop was coffee shop and restaurant. And uh, in the evening, it was uh, like a little bar. And uh, I just realized that no one really cares about your business. It's only you. And uh, you can try to motivate people in Thailand, but they don't really care. But they have totally different values and different life perspective and I think that's very important as well when you're building your team culture and your business just to really understand your values but anyway the, that was the major reason that I decided to to kind of change the business and um, and create a business that can travel with me and I don't need to be stuck on one place or travel to my business or for my business uh, and stay in the country if I don't want to stay in the country and um, yeah, my business is where in Europe and in, um, in Thailand, as I mentioned, and um, after that, the Bahamas, there was a little trial and um, and now I'm in Australia and uh, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing because it's basically sharing all my experience and uh, and building up two new businesses here is really exciting. And uh, I learned so much. That means uh, I'm really trying to avoid all mistakes and uh, and things that I was doing different way. And really implement the strategies they work for business. And as I mentioned, that is basically building the team based on values, based based on really uh, organiza- organizational culture. And uh, have these all important points in your business and have system is so important. And uh, I would like to start with a few things that I received today because I asked people what are their most or biggest obstacles that are stopping them to achieve what they want. And uh, most of the answers were around fear, procrastination and uh, discipline. I would say first thing about fear. Fear will be always there. It's not going to disappear. And we need to understand that uh, fear is basically part of our life. But we can choose if we will feed the fear or we will feed the faith or we will feed the, the success and our dreams. 
And I think it's very important to understand that where our energy or focus goes, that is happening in our life. And uh, we need to understand also that uh, if we will stay in fear, we will be stuck, we will be frozen. We are not going to move anywhere. Only thing that can move you or take you forward is the actually step or action you have to take. Any kind of small action towards your goals it's only way, the action is only way to overcome fear. And I always say that because I was, I was using like a line, I draw the line on my whiteboard and on the left side was fear and no result. On the right side of the line was always my dream result and there was no fear. I, I wouldn't say it's no fear, it's always a little bit of fear, but it was something that I, that I, I dream about and that's what I want to achieve. And when I had something really challenging and when I, when I had a huge obstacle or I was scared to do something and I did it and I do, did small steps, I break it down into small steps and I did something small towards my, my dream result. I always put like a small mark on a, on a line, like a small thing, like that's my action. And I was doing this for longer time. That means I always watch my line and, and so how quick I'm going, what am, I, what am I doing? And honestly, when I was in kind of half of the line or, or a little bit closer to my dreamed result, I didn't even think about fear. It was still there, of course, but it's just so easy to overcome that when you really focus on your action, just create a plan, create small actions, small priorities for every day and, and don't overwhelm yourself. Because that is, again, bringing more fear and procrastination. That means just really try to think about that, that everyone, for example, everyone has a fear of public speaking. That's, that There is no a person that is not stressed when he's going to talk in front of people. There is no person like, like me now. Like, yeah, of course, I'm a little bit stressed because I really want to deliver something and I really want you to take something from this podcast. And yeah, that's my fear that I actually, I'm not going to give you anything. And... And I need to overcome that if I want to try and if I want to give you something, I still need to be here and I need to do it. And that's why just really focus on action. That's that's the probably biggest advice I would say. And really understand that fear is not going to disappear. It's going to be part of your life. You just need to, always when you feel the fear is there, you just need to really be aware of that and create an action straight away. Create small small step, small action, and move ahead. Try to don't be fr- frozen because when you freeze, it's it's just you will you will stay there. We will stay there on the one spot, and we are not going to move anywhere. That will be probably about fear. Also, my experience from Thailand. When I came to Thailand, um, I sold sold my company in Slovakia, and uh, I decided to take money and <laughs> grab my bag and uh, move to Thailand to open coffee shop. I didn't have any experience with coffee shop, but I had experience in events and uh, catering. That means there was kind of hospitality. And um, I said, okay, I will do it. I don't know how, but I will do it. I came to Thailand and uh, first month I was just walking around and I just, I was asking myself, what did I do? (laughs) This was not the best idea. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And I was just walking around. After that, I started to learn how to drive, uh, ride a scooter. Uh, also, I crashed, of course. <laughs> My first first ride was uh, straight away, <laughs> first roundabout, and I crashed. Well, 
I pick up myself from the ground and I was continuing and I was driving, uh, riding the bike again. And um, and from that time, I didn't use only one brake. I used always two brakes on a, on a scooter. Well, I loved, I loved to drive, uh, ride the scooter afterwards. And uh, that was probably my favorite thing in Thailand. And um, yeah, then second month, let's, let's do that. The second month, I was just uh, going around... Um, driving around the island and uh, trying to find a place where I will actually open the coffee shop. Um, at the end of the second month, I realized that uh, I can't pick up any place because um, they're really high touristic places and uh, they're protected by, I don't know, police or mafia, let's call it any kind of word, I'm not sure. But they're kind of protected and when you want to be on that places you have to pay so much money but not to government but to some kind of weird people and they're going to see you they're coming to see you all the time and um and they charge you and you're not sure who you are paying but you have to pay and basically you're paying for protection that means it's something like 50 years ago in europe or 60 years ago in europe i don't know it was very funny and very different and um that means, yeah, you need to pick up different place uh, on the island. And uh, it was actually the best thing that happened to me because I picked up the, the place on the other side of Phuket. And uh, there was actually Gym Street. Uh, they call it now, I think, Protein Street or something like that. <laughs> and uh, it's really nice because there's a lot of uh, people out there. And, um, and there's so many gyms, so many people doing things that I love. There is a lot of training, a lot of yoga, and it's a very healthy street. There was a lot of coffee shops and uh, healthy shops. That means my kind of idea was, uh, I would say it was very, very well placed because I was not about um, Patong or other side of the island where everybody's drinking and um, and having fun and parties and everybody's coming for holidays just for one week, you know, and, and just basically don't sleep all seven days. Uh, my idea was bring something healthier, be in nature and be connected with people that actually love healthy, healthy lifestyle. And yeah, that means that was probably the best thing that happened to me. Uh, even I did, I was first thing I was angry that I, I actually want to be on the other side of the island because I want to make money. But at the end, I basically find out there was not major reason why I was doing that and why, why I wanted to be in Thailand. There were, there were no money. There was more about find different place and live in that kind of weather that I really loved and uh, be able to be on a beach every day, start to learn how to surf and uh, yeah, and uh, bring my family and friends there. Uh, well, okay, that that went well, but I learned there are a few things that uh, it's pretty hard to do and that was what I was mentioning. There was, there was that fear that I overcome and I was scared and there was when first person came to my shop and asked me for some kind of free coffees and money and I didn't know what to do. I had to ask my neighbors, um, my my neighbors, owners, uh, sh shops owners and um, they explained there will be people coming, you know, to ask uh, for some free food, free coffees and um, they will basically ask for some money. And um, yeah, I, I realized there was so much fear around that and I was scared to do anything. I was scared to find a place and actually commit to that place as well because I didn't know the area that well. And uh, yeah, but I risked that and uh, it was the best thing that I did. And um, this is the thing, if I will stay frozen and I will just do nothing, I will probably 
stay there one or two months and I will come back home with less money and uh, will be probably very disappointed that I didn't do anything and I didn't try hard enough. That's why I want you to really understand if you have any fear and maybe think about the other side of the of that. If you are going through the fear and you, you will take an action towards the goal you want, you will be very proud of yourself. But if you will stop yourself and that fear will stop you and you will just say, okay, this is too hard, I'm not doing that. You will be very sad, you will be disappointed and probably your self-confidence will go down and, and you will you will doubt yourself. And I think that's that's what we don't want. That's what is going to stop us to do any kind of business. Uh, that's why just really go out there and overcome that. Uh, another thing was... Um, going or coming to Australia for me I really didn't want because I had to close everything um, sold up businesses and and leave the job or or just do something that I really didn't agree with but but I was moving to Australia and uh, it was the reality that is going to happen and uh, I came to Australia and I was I felt very lost for a few weeks and um, it was very different. It was very different from uh, Europe, from Thailand, from Bahamas, from everywhere in the world. It was very hard. I'm in Western Australia and it's pretty different uh, business-wise because it's all depending. Um, it's kind of like an economic waves here and it's all depending on uh, mines and uh, there's a lot of mining companies here. And if they're going down or they're shutting down, the economy is going really down and it's influencing all market as we know and it's always happening it's you know real estate properties and um, and everything and prices and uh, people are losing jobs and uh, yeah the, the country didn't look like the best place I want to actually do business and uh, also was the this country this part of Australia is smaller than uh, Slovakia for me that it was uh, going to smaller market it was very disappointing because I wanted to spread out and I wanted to actually go to bigger market. Because when I was uh, having business in Slovakia, I was trying to get business in Czech. We had we had some um, business and events in Czechia and Austria and uh, Hungary. That means for me, there was uh, I spread out to 20, 30 million people market. And now I was uh, in a market where there's only 3 million people. And I was, I freaked out. And I was like, oh my, this is not good. This is really not good. I don't know what to do and and if I if I really wanted to do that. Uh, but yeah, I started. I started to do some volunteering and I started to, you know, know some people and um, get my major capital what I'm saying that's the that's basically the relationship and people that's your major asset. I was building up that as a first thing because I didn't know anyone when I came into the country. And uh, I started from beginning basically four and a half years ago. And uh, here we go. I have two businesses actually. And uh, I'm running event management business. Of course, that's on a zero right now because we are in a crisis. But uh, my other business mentoring effect is growing last 12 weeks really fast. And, and it's amazing because uh, I, I realized what needs to be done. And I created my own system. And uh, also I overcome procrastination and discipline and all that fear. That means let's go to procrastination. Um, that is probably very important because we are all procrastinating. And uh, that's, uh, I would translate that because procrastination is something, um, it's kind of activity that is uh, in your comfort zone. And uh, every time when we have something challenging in front of us or we have something that we really don't like to do, but we know we have to do it, 
we usually go back to procrastination and we, we are going back to cleaning our office or, or making food or call friends or call family or doing something that we are really comfortable with. And it is normal because we, it's really hard to go out from your comfort zone. Anything new, anything challenging will take time. But the major thing what I learned, because I was procrastinating a lot, I was always coming back to my office, cleaning the office first, because I said, I can't work from this office because it's uh, messy, it's a lot of paper, and I can't focus. We all know that's BS, because you can focus if you want. And I realized slowly that, uh, that procrastinating is just really going back and feel comfortable and safe. That means try to create something around or in your day that some activities that will make you feel comfortable have some part of the day or one hour to do something that is very comfortable after that give yourself 20 minutes or one hour for the activity that you really don't want to do and is challenging and you know that is always bringing you back to procrastination just just schedule that activity as a one priority of the day or two priorities of the day and and time it just create some kind of probably start a timer on your phone for 20 minutes or one hour or 30 minutes, whatever works for you and try to focus on that one thing that you know that is challenging and you don't want to do it. Because that is only way how to overcome the program. That is one of the way how to overcome procrastination. It helped me so much. I started to schedule those, uh, I would say, high level priorities or priorities that were challenging me and scaring me. I started to schedule them and I had like one I had one priority like that every day, just one. And I started to slowly moving and I had two priorities like that every day. And and now I'm really comfortable to do it any any time and I don't really mind. But this the make make your system first. Make make system that works for you. And uh, if you will have, will schedule your priorities, they are actually challenging you uh, for every day. Other thing what can help you to schedule them as a first thing in the morning. That means if you have 10 or 5 tasks a day or phone calls or activities, whatever you have that you have to do today, pick up the one thing that you really, really don't like to do from the, all those 5 or 10 things. Pick that thing and put it into your calendar for 8 a.m. in the morning or 7 a.m. in the morning or whatever, whatever time you're starting and just do it as a first thing. This always helped me because I, if I have it done, I'm actually very happy that I achieved something and I finally overcome my procrastination and, and uh, my fear and I did it. That means actually I'm really thankful and I feel so good all day and after that all day looks totally different. That means it's kind of like you setting up yourself for a better day. Uh, that's just a few tricks. Uh, look, there is more we can talk about, but I will probably bring them later on. Uh, another thing, another question was around discipline. That's a that's a huge thing because I know there is some there are some statistics they're saying that um, if you are if you were in martial art or if you were in army, um, and uh, I think there was army martial art or or professional athlete that you have like a highest chance to be successful business owner. But honestly. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's probably statistics. They're amazing. They are, they are done because of statistics. We need it. But on the other side, I know a lot of business owners, they haven't been ever in um, in any professional sport. Like they, were, they haven't been professional athletes, but they do some kind of sport. That means let's take it 
uh, as a part of this discipline, we need um, we need to do some kind of sport or activity to en- energize ourselves. Another thing is healthy food that will actually uh, keep you energized and uh, focused, and uh, also some um, rituals or morning rituals i will call it morning rituals because that's what i have and what is actually keeping me disciplined that means i have first thing first thing what i do it's actually um day before that means evening i'm I'm kind of planning the day ahead just to be sure when i when i will wake up i know what i'm doing and uh the the second thing is in the morning i usually wake up straight away going to do yoga or to do like a secret exercise like or some exercise it's 25 minutes 30 minutes activity that i have to do in the morning with my music because music is when i open the eyes i'm always starting the music and um after that exercise usually i want to make my coffee because i love coffee and i know it's probably not the healthiest thing but i really love coffee and i can't imagine my morning without that beautiful smell of coffee <laughs> and uh and after that, I'm trying to, to take my dog for a walk. And um, that's usually another 20 minutes or 15 minutes, depends. Because we have free walks during the day because I'm working from home right now. Right now. And, uh, and I'm making some kind of healthy food for a day or like a, f- a few things that I can actually snack around, you know, when I don't need to eat really big portions. Because when I'm eating a lot of food, I'm usually very tired and... Uh, I guess it's the bloodstream that is actually trying to digest my food. And uh, yeah, I can't have it during the day because I'm really working a lot uh, from 7 a.m. to to probably 3 or 4 p.m. That's my like like a highest level. That's my work day. I'm trying to finish finish very early if I can. But I'm also starting and I'm waking up at 5 a.m. It doesn't matter what time you wake up. The major thing is to have that ritual, that have something that you do every day. Honestly, when I'm not doing my yoga or exercise... Or when I don't have that walk with dog and my coffee and pre- preparation night before, I'm all over the place. I, I get confused and um, I'm jumping from the task to the task and it's not clear and I'm, I'm really disorganized. For me, it's important to have rituals and, and it became already habit. That means I'm doing that basically every day. And sometimes I'm doing that Saturday, Sunday, because I really miss that early wake up. And when I'm, when I'm sleeping too long during the weekend, I really can't, can't enjoy it. I don't know why, but I have that. And uh, also for me, sport and nutrition is the major part of success. Because I know how I was when I was uh, going through IVFs, um, I had really low energy and last three years, basically, in Australia, there was actually funny things that because when I came to Australia, that was challenging, but even more challenging was uh, the part that I found out that I can't have kids and I was going through IVFs, miscarriages and ectopic pregnancy. It was too much and I didn't have energy to really run to businesses and I really pushed myself so hard and uh, I almost burned out and I, I, I almost closed the business and decided to like just, just really just don't do anything and just have a break because I was very tired uh, mentally, I would say mentally and and physically as well. And uh, when I found out that nutrition, I, I I just came back to that and and I was like, oh, nutrition, but I just need nutrition. And I changed my my eating habits. And last four months or five months, I'm I'm eating very differently, and I'm really really taking care of what I'm putting into my mouth because what you eat 
you are or you become. And it's so true because from the time that I'm eating healthier, I'm more focused, I'm more energized. I actually have discipline and I don't have any self-doubts. Of course, we, we sometimes have a little, you know, shaky self-confidence, but it's it's not about that, that you don't believe in yourself. It's more about, yeah, because you just don't feel b- best, you know, sometimes. And not every day is amazing. That means just to really keep going and... Um, and have that energy and discipline, I would suggest to really look at your nutrition and your exercise and maybe, you know, if you don't not don't drinking too much alcohol or too much bread or too much carbs, honestly, that just my it feels like my brain is uh, is on break, <laughs> you know, like a handbrake. Um, yes, that's probably all for me about the fear, procrastination and discipline. There are so many things you can implement into your life and I believe I will be able to bring everything and, and more topics into the podcast. And um, I would like to start with a few different interviews for next few weeks and I hope you will enjoy it and uh, I will see you again soon or hear from you soon. Bye!